Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in. This is Almost Intelligent Gamers Podcast. All things news, tech, and nerdum, all around the topic of video games. I'm Travis. This is new. What's up, everybody? And this is Kyle. What's up, what's up? Yeah, hope you enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode four of Almost Intelligent Gamers Podcast. I'm Kyle. Um, unfortunately, new had to be sick today so we brought in a guest star uh, this is jabori hey everybody how you doing and i am here travis what's going on guys so uh today um this week has been pretty good no lie been pretty damn good so what games have you guys been playing this week so far? Kyle? Um, whew, that's kind of a loaded question. I've been playing quite a few games, but I'll 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 keep the I'll keep the list short. I play I've been playing Borderlands three. The seasonal event just dropped. <clears throat> Got to experience that a little bit. Um, and I've uh, kind of been testing out the Outer Worlds. Okay. That did just drop a few days ago, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Jabori, what games have you been playing? Um. Well, since you know, Destiny came out, they new expansion. I met to Destiny. Okay. And uh, now that Call of Duty's out, we're back on we're back on Call of Duty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been playing mainly just, um, all the games that's just recently released, like Call of Duty and whatnot, been grinding that game. Haven't really played any other games. I pretty much put my Switch down since, like, the Wednesday, so <laughs> I haven't touched anything really pretty much this week. Um, yeah, so that's mm-hmm. pretty much what's been going on. So let's get right into the news. Let's go ahead and bring up some good topics that's been going on. Uh, Kyle? All right. Um, Overwatch 2 just got leaked that it's going to be announced at BlizzCon. Um, for those of you who didn't know, BlizzCon is from November 1st to November 2nd. Oh, in, so we're uh, going to hear about this. California. We're going to hear about this very recent. I did not know it was that close. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to hear about it pretty soon, but it got leaked early. Um, basically, with Overwatch 2, it's been leaked that their primary focus is actually going to be on PvE. And it looks like there's only going to be one PvP game mode that they're referring to as Push. Um... So yeah, it's uh, it kind of sounds like they're turning Overwatch two into either um, <laughs> I'm gonna kind of laugh if it's gonna be like a mix between a hero shooter and a looter shooter, right? Or if they're gonna, they might turn into like a first person shooter, like dungeon crawler, even because right? that's kind of Blizzard's mo. They always mm-hmm. try to turn things into dungeon crawlers. But well, it sounds like their focus isn't PvP this time. So I don't play overwatch that much i've only played you know a little bit but i mean with your guys is i mean jabor you've played a lot of overwatch i'm sure right yeah i uh i started playing overwatch like when it first came out with kyle a lot okay I took like yeah. the longest break from it and uh 
came back and I was like, okay, well maybe it's still the same game. Nah, that game it, it switches its metas up so much. It's it's like League. Um, yeah. Went back to it recently, like probably for like a couple months just to play rank. Yeah. Uh, well, it, I it, mean, it was pretty what has your guys has been confusing. experience? What has your guys' experience been with why they need a Overwatch two? Like both your guys. Uh, why they need an Overwatch two? They don't. They don't need an Overwatch they 2. Yeah, Their they formula really was don't. working perfectly fine. Um, I think that's why they made Overwatch 2 primarily PvE. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept Overwatch just if they just kept Overwatch as their competitive title. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. And like people have even speculated that Overwatch 2 is just an expansion to the base game. Like it might not even actually be a standalone release. It might just be a, an, an expansion to the base game. And if that's the case, then they can just keep what they've got going, right? But it really seems like they wanted to give people, they wanted to give a non-competitive crowd a reason to play Overwatch. Okay. It really seems like Blizzard's just trying to expand who they're selling to at this point. I mean, I could could agree to that because, no lie, I just have not been able to, to do Overwatch, but I've done all its competitors, even though the, it's their lesser competitors, but I've done... All of the Overwatch competitors, you know, I've I've done the what what is it? Paladins compares to it, right? Or yeah, Paladins, to. Mm-hmm. TF2, yeah, uh, I've, Overwatch, yeah. I've done them all. Uh, the the hero shooters, Battleborn. Yeah. I played Battleborn before the servers got shut down. Yeah, so and I think <laughs> well, I played. What was that, what was that other bit? game we played, Kyle? Um, uh, uh, it was. Uh, it, yeah, it, they they shut down the service. Yeah, that was Battleborn. Yeah, that was Battleborn. That was Battleborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Gearbox's okay. version of a hero shooter, and it just came out too late. So no, I mean... no. The problem with Battleborn is it came out a week after Overwatch. So literally uh, everyone was on the Overwatch craze, and Battleborn fell to the wayside. Yeah. See, so that that kind of tells me like I don't really see myself jumping into it, but I could see myself maybe playing it. I guess again, because I've only played it a little bit, and it just was not my thing. I think it's just, I think it's, I think it's just one of those things where it's like if they do make another game, or even if it's just an expansion, I think it might just be a cash grab for the, the competitive players that also like to play other games. I don't even think they're oh, trying to absolutely. grab. I don't think they're even trying to. I, but, I feel like they're not even trying to grab new people. See, like. I, I hear what you're saying, absolutely, right? If it is just an expansion, it's definitely just another reason to make all of their loyal followers spend another $65, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Blizzard is notorious for that shit. But the fact that they're focusing on PvE and the most draw that would, like, the, the only thing that would draw people in for, on the PvP side of things is that they're releasing a new character along with it. Right, and knowing Blizzard, they're probably going to lock that new character behind Overwatch 2. Right, and they're releasing another map as well. They're releasing Toronto. Right, mm-hmm. so I think they're, like, when it comes to the PvP crowd, this is why a lot of people are speculating it's an expansion. They're only adding one map, and they're standardizing their competitive to one game mode. And they're adding a character. Right, so either they're pulling the entire roster from Overwatch One to just clone it, create Overwatch Two, add a map, a character, and a PVE game mode. In which case, they might as well have just dropped an expansion. 
right? Or they're dropping an expansion, which is being speculated. Either way, though, when it comes to PVE, when you have, like, a 100%, like, the only people following Overwatch anymore are competitive players at this point. It's like a, it's like it's like Gears is following, right? The only people that play it are highly competitive at it. So there's no reason they would drop a PvE game mode for that. I honestly think they're trying to start fresh with their second title when they drop their PvE mm. simply to try to pull in people that either played the game at first like Jabori and I and then gave it up and then didn't come back to it because the meta had changed so drastically. And you would just have to spend time being bad at the game in order to get good at it again. Um, I honestly think it's for players like that and for new players who were interested in Overwatch were like, I don't have the hand-eye coordination for that. I'm not as competitive. I'm tired of being told that I'm trash. You know, stuff yeah. like that that are just like, yeah, I want to play the PvE. Because they've done a couple of seasonal events that had PvE game modes, right? And everyone loved them. Everyone was telling Overwatch, oh, please, do this, do this, do this. So that's probably where their PvE is coming from. And what that also gives them an opportunity to do is it, it gives them an opportunity to tie all their YouTube stories, all their, like, mini movies yeah. into their game. Exactly, because they right? – that I do know – that much I do know is that they've always been able to, to, um, to drop a story behind what they do. Like, whenever exactly. they release a character – or anything there's always a there's always a lore behind it so yeah mm, i mean so uh, yeah i i believe that it's it's i think it's good i mean what is it that you what is it that you want to see like what is it that you guys want to see since you guys play overwatch or played i mean what is it that you guys want to see out of overwatch 2 what is it that you would hope i mean i like the look of the pve honestly you know, if they do something like, like I'm assuming they might do, and turn it into like a dungeon crawler, right? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. it's difficult to turn into a looter shooter unless you want to like completely decimate everything that you built with your PvP already and just completely remake your game, which they don't want to do. Because then you risk losing as many fans as you're gaining, and then you gain no money off of it. Okay. And so I think the PvE is going to be like dungeon crawler-esque or something like that, or... I'm not 100% sure how they're going to do it, but I'm sure they're going to do it good. Blizzard makes good games. They're just greedy. The thing is, I hope they do it good because you think about it, when never played the game, but they dropped StarCraft first-person shooter just for this. StarCraft and has a first-person shooter? Yeah, they, they were supposed to have a first-person shooter, and they announced it over the summer, but they dropped it. Oh, they canceled it. Yeah, they canceled it. Yeah, it's done. They okay. Like, okay, we're done with that. We're gonna focus on Overwatch too. So now, yeah. like you said, if they do make it a dungeon crawler, like you know, okay, that's fine because if you think about it, they have like all the roles that you can play, and you know you can focus on that that one role. So mm -hmm. say if you want to be a support, you know, I wanted to be a tank and Trav wanted to be like an attacker. Okay, now let's hope that you can. Play those roles and level up those skills as you go along throughout the whole game. Mm -hmm. uh, also, you know they said that they the, were going to add new game yeah. modes. 
So how many new game modes are you really going to add? How many game modes are no? They're they're not the really first... no. They're not really adding game modes though. Like they're not. You know, they had, they're they're completely focused on PVE, and then what they're doing is they're taking all of their plethora of PVE game modes and they're turning the ranked playlist into push, which I'm assuming push is just where you would push the car or the payload or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's that it's that tug of war style thing. <laughs> no, because Overwatch One also had like hard point esque things, right? Yeah, or King yeah, of the Hill did, would be did. more like yeah, it. Yeah, it was the King right? of the Hill. They're taking those out, which mm -hmm. for me, right, that was the those were the those were the maps that ruined PvP for me with those. Push was their absolute best game mode, period. Right? Now of course they had characters that were better at um, those particular defense like game modes, right? Where it was like hard point. Um, but they could easily revamp those characters to be better for push, right? Mm -hmm. And if they made it so their only competitive game mode was push and the entire game was push, it'd be just like League, where the entire competitive scene is saturated in, I don't know what their big game mode is called. Jabor, you can help me out with that one. Uh, their three-lane oh. game mode. Their ranked League? game mode. Yeah. Um, What's their ranked game mode just, called? It's just called 5v5 uh, Summoner's Rift. That's all it is. Oh, okay, yeah. It's just, except it, you know, League has one game mode. It's just five v five summoners rift. It's either you know randoms, where you know they just give you a random um character. You have norms where, or it's draft uh, pick. Get, yeah, it's draft pick. It's those random draft picks. It's draft pick regular. It's draft pick ranked. And also, League of Legends they just added a new game mode where it's called team fight tacticals. Oh yeah, well, I guess okay. you can say like a car, like yeah. a yeah, it's TFT, a car yeah. chess game. And now it's like auto yeah. chess. And now they basically do TFT, auto chess. Yeah, and now they added TFT to the phone. Mm -hmm. So you yeah. can just play TFT anywhere you go now. And yeah, then, and yeah. the league is also talking about making an FPS. So yeah. I mean, they, I guess okay. Blizzard and League, oh, no, no, they, no. They, they're, yeah. just, they're seeing eye to eye. They're, They've already confirmed that the, that the FPS is not actually going to be in the League of Legends universe. They're doing their own yeah. version of a hero shooter. So, but um, that's 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 straying a little bit. Um, but here, right, I I was just thinking about it when you were talking about the PVE, right? If they do do it like a dungeon crawler, <laughs> I have a feeling that because Battleborn is now dead and because not a lot of people played it, their PVE is going to be almost identical to Battleborn's PVE. I have a feeling because Blizzard does that stuff too, where they'll wait for a game to die and then copycat it because they have the following that the dead game didn't. Right. Ooh, that's true. Well, here's and so I have a feeling the PVE is going to be like that. And if it is, Battleborn's PVE was amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. It actually required teamwork. The missions were difficult. It was a lot like running strikes in Destiny. If I were to compare it to anything, it was like running strikes, but but with like MOBA characters, because you would progressively level up just like you would in a MOBA, and you'd be able to upgrade your skills and you know alter your character as you were leveling up, and um, you would be able to level up your character, which would then like unlock you things for your character, whether it be skins, like stupid little stuff like that, right? And that would transfer over to PvP and vice versa, right? So you like if this one character was your character, you could play it in PvE or PvP and still progress with that character. I, g I have a strong feeling that's what Blizzard's going to do here, because they have a history of doing stuff like that. Well, so I mean, it's just like what what you know. I think what is going to say is what when we are just like what we were talking about last week in the last week's episode you know is another hero shooter really needed and then they're like you know just like what you said last week 
on the episode is another hero shooter really needed and then since they're coming out with overwatch 2 they i think you might be right they definitely have to go a different route than trying to go another hero shooter or just reinvent what they already have it's not going to work so i think pve is going to probably be the only way that this game will actually work yeah and like they'll pull a lot of people because like the small following that battleborn did have they had that following because of their pve Right, that's the only reason why people were playing Battleborn over Overwatch. That and the yeah. characters, but we've already talked about that before too. How it's you know, this is my first one, so I'm gonna stick with this one loyalty. Yeah. To like brand loyalty stuff. Yeah, but I think we'll. I guess we'll see what happens because, um, that also was one of the. I mean, there's just gonna be a lot that's gonna be coming in come 2020, because of you know the with. With Overwatch 2 being also possible to come out, or is going to come out, then we also have, you know, League of Legends dropping a lot of their game modes, come or a lot of their new games coming out. So, yeah. you know, they're going to have a lot of different things going on. But another thing, since we're t on the subject of Overwatch, what do you guys think about if there's a rumor of Overwatch being free-to-play? So that actually ties um, in a lot with OWT. Because if Overwatch Two is gonna be PVE mode, and they're gonna, or if they're gonna, if it's gonna be PVE, and then they're gonna maybe have like a game mode, that actually would tie in a lot if Overwatch became free to play, and they just put Overwatch Two as free to play also, or if they just made it an expansion. On like that yeah, subject, dude. I think I think they should have made it free to play from the beginning. Because if you think about it, League of Legends is free to play. And mm -hmm. if you think about it, League of Legends and Overwatch is the same concepts like as in the roles wise, but not like the game mode wise. Yeah, okay. But at the end of the day, they're both games that involve what skins. If oh Overwatch is just I'll Yeah, the microtransactions, yeah. If 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 Overwatch is just a focus on skins, like just drop skins constantly out the ass. They would make so much money, and it's like they do, they do the skins already, but it's like I have to buy your game, which is already sixty dollars. Well, you know, it's it's, it's probably on sale right now for thirty dollars. So I have to buy your gift thirty or sixty dollar game, and then now I have to buy your in-game credit to get the skins that I want. Mm -hmm. So, whereas it's a league, it's like league has a free-to-play game. Then they have skins that range from you know different price ranges, and they they make their money regardless because of what because of the skins that they release. Yeah. So if you worry about how your skins like the graphics are, you like like let's say I don't know for instance let's say they gave Mercy a new skin, like change the way like her healing looks, change the way her shooting looks when she pulls out her pistol, like do that like worry about the graphics from the skins. Yeah, make the Don't skins like... have a more drastic impact. Like something yeah. that the player playing the skin can actually see. Yeah. You know? you know, I've noticed that. They don't really do that a lot. See? Most games no, don't. but like Paladins does that. Paladins does that. Yeah, Paladins does that. Yeah, Paladins, yeah, Paladins does that. Um, he, oh, well, that also that other game, Kyle, that wanted that I forgot the name earlier. You said Battleborn. It was Gigantic. Gigantic did that too. Oh man, fucking! I'm I'm sad the gigantic service got shut yeah, down. Yeah, that was a great game. I loved game. that game, and it was just like what League of Legends. Literally, it was just like League, just for console. Yeah, 
It was like yeah, skins it was like, and everything. It was like Smite and, meets League. And the skins, the skins, Almost. they had different graphics for it. And it didn't matter yeah. like what skin it was. It, it was a different way the character looked, different way they shot everything. So if Overwatch mm-hmm. was to focus on skins per se, focus on the way the skin like stands out. Like not look wise, but like if I'm shooting somebody, I want to see what happens. Like want to so, see yeah. it look different. You think the free-to-play is probably the best move, even though it's a rumor? Yeah. If Overwatch went free-to-play and then maybe Overwatch 2 was just an expansion? That'll probably... Oh, but see, like, that's just it, right? <laughs> is if they merge the titles, right? Like you said, like, if Overwatch 2 is just an expansion, Overwatch was free-to-play, and Overwatch 2 is a free expansion, right? Like, if they just basically turn Overwatch into Overwatch 2 mm-hmm. and make it free-to-play... Right, that to me, like, okay, this is something I've been saying for a long time. But a lot of these game companies, whenever they release their first game, right, and it's it's like out there and it's new and it's something that they're not one hundred percent sure it's going to work, like Overwatch, right? At the time, the only the only baseline that they had for a game even close to that was uh, Team Fortress Two, right? Like games like that didn't exist until Overwatch and Paladins and Battleborn. So, Overwatch, I honestly think, was a proof of concept, which is why the game was so small, right? Like, sure, you had a whole bunch of maps, sure, you had a whole bunch of characters, sure, you had a whole bunch of skins, but a game that's limited to just PvP, a lot like Black Ops 4, they were proof of concept games. Black Ops 4 was like, well, I wonder if people will still buy the game if we don't release a storyline. And people were like, oh, hell yeah, no, we'll still buy your game. Mm-hmm. Modern Warfare comes out, they still make a storyline for it, right? Obviously, it's two different development teams, but, like, Activision is so far up their development team's asses that it, they they might as well not be different development teams. Oh, yeah, they're definitely not. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest. And when there's, when like, Activision is involved, you have no say. There's too yeah. many There's too many so, people that are up the ladder for, for development, small development teams to think that they can have work. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So like, like they they constantly do these like little proof of concept titles, and that's why they make the games inexpensive. Black Ops Four was a proof was proof of that. It was cheaper than the rest of the Call of Duty games because they didn't hire voice actors and because they didn't do all this shit for a campaign. Did right? you, sure, I they did their little mini pseudo campaign for their like mm-hmm. for their like cutscenes and stuff like that, but that as opposed to voicing an entire campaign, right? They saved so much money doing that. But let me actually right. tell you what they did wrong. What they did wrong, blackout. What Black Ops Four did wrong, and I know why they did it. <clears throat> this is how you know Activision still does not believe in certain things. I don't know if you know because everyone pretty much stops talking about it. But Black Ops, they call Call of Duty Activision released. A just blackout mode version of Black Ops 4 for half the price. So if you only yeah. if you only wanted to play Blackout, you could pay thirty dollars and be able to play just Blackout. So that was the reason, one of the mm-hmm. big reasons too, why Black Ops 4 was so big is after that. But again, everyone said they should have just went free to play or released it from the beginning, yeah. but they didn't. So I think free-to-play well, is where all games are moving now. I think unless it's a full-on RPG, like if it's an RPG, charge me. I want a story mode. Oh yeah. I'm paying for that line. 
But if it's any, mm-hmm. if it's if it's PvP involved, just make it free to play. I guarantee you, you'll get money from me somehow, some way. You will. Yeah. But see, like this is the thing, though, right? This is why Overwatch originally was not free to play, and I'm convinced of this. It was a proof of concept, right? They wanted to make sure they could release this game that no one's seen before and make their money back. And be able and to, did yeah, that. of course. I mean, that's 100-fold, like hundredfold. They yeah. did that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So I, now, if they do go free to play, it would make complete sense. They're like, we're going to make our money back on this game because well, they didn't make their money back on sales. You know, yeah. I mean, of course, they made most of it back. They made all their money back on microtransactions, which is why it ended up being a hundredfold. They gained so much money off of that game. Yeah, guess and what? going to free to play off of a game that makes you money. You know, and inviting all these people that didn't want to spend money on your game because they weren't sure if they were going to like it into your fold because they're just like, oh, it's free to play. Fuck it, I'll download it. I'll try it out. And it's PVE. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So many people are going to download that game. They're, like, their player base is going to be so saturated. Like, almost like 90% of the people are going to buy at least one thing via microtransactions. I mean, as soon as it goes and free and to play, I'll play it. And that's the thing. Same with Destiny 2. You see? They was with Activision. Once they split, it's like the whole world just went crazy. Oh my god, Destiny's free to play? And everybody took advantage of that, but now guess how Destiny's about to make their money? Because this DLC, and to say that it was my first DLC back after, you know, probably like three or four DLCs, I actually had fun. Yeah, I'm, yeah, of course I'm going to complain because, you know, it's a shooter game. Who doesn't complain about shooter mm-hmm. games? But it was actually a fun expansion. Wasn't too long of a storyline. Um, it was challenging. Like they brought the challenge into you. Like if you wanted challenging, it was there. It was some missions that you could not do solo. I had to partner up with somebody. I had to go find somebody. Yeah, um, I appreciate that. Not, yeah, that everybody wants you. You want to do the challenge and have someone to play with. Everyone likes that stuff. So it's like since they split from Activision, they're gonna make their money back through microtransactions. And oh, yeah. I've been noticing, like, as I play Destiny, I'm seeing people with, like, different, like, skins on their characters, like, or, like, different looks. And Destiny just actually came out with an event for the for Halloween. So what do you think they're going to do with their shop? They're going to make it Halloween-themed, and they're going to add things in. And, of course, people, they're going to buy the silver, and they're going to they're gonna spend that money to make their Guardian look better. Yeah. You can see all kinds of people so, doing the Thriller dance. Yeah, see? So, mm-hmm. you know, I think this whole, like, people splitting from Activision or, you know, leaving Blizzard and everything, like, I don't know if it's it's better in them or it was just, like, they were, like, worse or, like, we just stopped playing their games and then it's, like, once we see them do something, it's, like, oh, okay, I, I'll Un- try this now. I mean, unfortunately, though, most of these companies have to partner with the big companies. Yeah, most of these small oh, video yeah, no, games, like, they have to, because there's no way in hell that you could be able to get a million million player playing base, uh, f- uh, player base, without having having multis of millions behind it. So that's why I think like, oh, yeah. Kyle's I mean, like, theory look is at right. Gigantic, you needed to look have at a Battleborn. Exactly right. You know? Those are great games that got canceled off because of the player base. They were made by smaller development <laughs> companies. Yeah, and, and they, they, they didn't just have got, the their big servers back. got shut down because their player base wasn't big enough. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, but yeah. it's like the reason why so many people excelled when they split from Activision and Blizzard, or just they're the same company. The reason why so many people excelled when they split from those com- from that company is because those companies were just they're stuck in the past. 
of video games, right? Obviously, they're going to drop things as proof of concept games, and then they're going to see if it works. But I honestly think that when Activision saw how Destiny left and their player base exploded and they dropped an amazing expansion and everything like that as soon as they went free to play, simply mm. because Activision is now a sister company of Blizzard, Blizzard saw that too, and they're like, okay, we see the writing on the wall now. Okay. You, get, you let people get into your game for free, you know, and then you let them, you give them a reason to want to spend their money, right? Once, they're start, once they've started playing your, your game, and you're going to make so much more money. Like, TF2, in its lifetime, made over two, like, I might be talking on my ass here, but it was close to two billion dollars on microtransactions alone. For which with which game? Yeah, Team Fortress Two. Team Fortress Two. Two. Team um, Fortress? Okay. I believe it's definitely up there. It's in the B's, but not at two though, for sure. Yeah. But, so I mean, like the, either way, that's yeah. still a lot of freaking money. I mean, it's just like how they talk when they talk about you know how much you know World of Warcraft has generated. So. I mean, I think that that's the best route. And World of Warcraft isn't even free to play. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> but they still generate. But they still generate like so much because of the player base. But one of the other things is too is that I believe that could also make a lot of different games would be if you can get a lot of different type of promotion out there, like streamers and stuff. I mean, that's what PUBG got so big is because of they started to have a lot of the big streamers being able to they had a lot of big streamers start playing PUBG all over Twitch all and over having fun with their game and having fun with their game or paying them to have fun with their game and that's promotion as a as a whole cuz I never heard of PUBG up until I saw um up until I saw Dr. Disrespect play it when it was like early you know it was like alpha or something like that yeah, yeah, so, I learned about it from YouTubers. It's yeah, and like so, otherwise I would have had no clue what it was. Exactly. So I think when it comes to I think when it comes to the smaller development teams to not get swallowed by Activision or EA or any of these things, any of these big team games, I think they need to direct their money a little bit different, um, and probably go towards like all the streamers. I mean, look at Ninja, yeah. look at uh, look at you know Doctor Disrespect. And they look at Shroud. I mean, there's mm -hmm. too many streaming platforms. There's too many stream streamers that are willing to play your game. Even small streamers. If you have 200 people watching your, you every every night you stream, I'm gonna be very happy that you decide to uh, you know play my game. If I can get you know 100 oh, yeah. people that have 200 viewers playing my uh, my new game, you're gonna be able to you know to give my game mm -hmm. new promotion. Well, you see, like, that's the only thing that kills these free-to-play games, right? Especially when they're made by small development teams. Like, Gigantic, right? It was made by a development team of, like, 100 people, which is not big. If you look at, like, the rest of these ginormous AAA games, it's not big. The one thing that game lacked was recognition. You know, yeah. the one thing Battleborn lacked was recognition. And, like, at the time, right, everyone was like, oh, it's a game similar to Overwatch. It's an Overwatch clone. And yeah. God forbid you tell them that Overwatch is a Team Fortress 2 clone. Yeah, true. You might scream. True, they're gonna they they're not gonna want to listen to you or believe it because it's just like, too big no. at this point. Overwatch is too amazing. It's like, yeah. oh no. 
But all these clones of an old game came out, and Overwatch is one of them. You're right. Mm-hmm. So, did you guys hear about uh, Shroud moving over to Mixer? Yes. <laughs> I okay? regret a little bit about it, but other than but that, I'm like, so, I don't I'm know so much hyped about for it. it. I'm here for it. Okay, I mean, you 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 stream on Mixer, Javori, and you you like. Yes. I mean, we all like Shroud. Mixer. Yeah. I feel Mixer. That's that's a platform for the small streamers, like you know, it it it's not for like the big streamers. I mean, you you know now Ninja is there, Shroud, and according to this morning's news on Twitter, King Gathalian is on Twitter. Um, he's on now Twitter. He's on Mixer now too. So, okay. um, I feel like they're taking someone from someone big from each different part, which. Ninja was Fortnite. Um, Shroud is just he's FPS. Much, he's 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 pretty he's much just, every FPS. He's yeah, all FPS. He's just a FPS. god at, Yeah, he's like he's a god at every FPS. Yeah. Um. There's no there's no argument with that. And King Gedalian, he's a World of Warcraft and Destiny player. So okay. He's more of a huge Destiny like in the it's in he's huge in the Destiny community. So you know. So I, I mean, like they're taking someone from every platform. Or yeah. So. I mean, do you guys do you guys believe that? Like, do you think that these bigger streamers moving over there? Do you think it's gonna help the platform? Do you feel like uh, it's gonna make it worse? I feel it's gonna help Mixer grow. Mixer was like so many people like like say if someone asked me did I stream or anything, I'd be like yeah I stream. I've gotten that question a couple of times. I'll be like, they'd be like, "What are you streaming?" I was like, "Mixer." They're like, "What's Mixer?" They'll have like the biggest confused look on their face. I'm like, "Well, you know, it's this app that's partnered with Microsoft. It's pretty cool." Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's and then you get you gotta go through that whole expl- explanation of it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, "Well, it's kind of like Twitch, PS4. but it's about Microsoft." Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, think of I'll t- I'll tell them like, oh yeah, well, think of it as your version of streaming on your PlayStation. That's basically what it is. So yeah. I mean, if you think about it though, so like basically a lot of people are. If you guys don't know what Mixer is by now, because like you're probably hearing it like, oh, you know, obviously you probably know from uh, Ninja Tyler moving over to Mixer. So you probably definitely heard of what Mixer is by now, but basically it's probably the second strongest competitor to Twitch besides YouTube. So it literally is a level of it goes Twitch, YouTube gaming, and then it goes straight to Mixer. And Mixer Facebook streaming out, is pretty big too. It is, but it's still fifth on the list. Alright. Yeah, still fifth on the list, unfortunately. But they, cause see, they paid a lot of, they played a lot of streamers, a lot of money, they, a lot of money to try to stream on Facebook Gaming, but mm-hmm. that, that, as you can see, Facebook Gaming is still dying off, unfortunately, because yeah. I mean, they played what? They paid all of TK. They played uh, the pay, They paid TK, their whole team. Like, what was it? Over like three million dollars. To have them all stream mm-hmm. uh, uh, from there on Facebook Gaming, and then you think about mm-hmm. then you think about what happened when now that Ninja is over Mixer, like what does having these big streamers m- move from here to there? Because I mean, 
if you think about, you know, Team Caliber, who all of them who streamed on Twitch, they all had an average of 10,000 subs plus. So, I mean, you don't think that this may hurt the platform at all? Twitch? No, I don't think it'll hurt Twitch. I don't oh. think it would. Okay, you I don't so think you... it'll hurt Twitch oh. because, like, think about it, right? All of the esports competitions mm -hmm. are either going through ESPN or they're going through Twitch. That's true. You're right. You know? So, it's like, absolutely is makes you're going to get more saturated, right, with just viewership now that uh, now that Shroud is there and um, it, now that King of Thalion's there. Absolutely, right? But at yeah, the same it's, time, it's going to get it a huge be, exposure. Yeah, it might be a ninja situation, though. 30% of Mixer's platform got offline at the same time Ninja did. Yeah, exactly. You know, I almost think that Mixer, like right now, is kind of just throwing money at streamers, trying to get one that will actually bring exposure to their platform. Right? Outside because of them. Outside there's of no that way one that, that they made their money back on Ninja. They still haven't done that. I, like, there's no way they've done that. True, you know? True. But then and again, it's like then they just go and throw they throw money at Shroud did, and King of How Thalion? much did they pay Ninja? A lot. The, the, a lot. I know that it's a minimum of two <laughs> like million. In the millions. Yeah, minimum yeah. of two million. And and that's actually two million. two million. But people are trying to rumor that it's more, but I truly don't believe that they can afford to pay more than two million dollars. No. I don't. I, that's what I don't believe. If they paid more, so like, could if Microsoft, Microsoft pay more than two hundred two million dollars? Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, but Microsoft could pay fifty million dollars to a streamer, no problem. <laughs> but I don't know because I mean, Microsoft owned Bean, and I don't know if you if you know the process. Like so, Mike, how Mixer got there? It went from Bean, and then it went from Bean to Mixer because Bean was owned by Casey Neistat. And it started by Casey Neistat, the vlog, the YouTuber, and he started Bean and then got bought out by Microsoft. He got paid $25 million or whatever. I think as a whole it was like $40 million or whatever for Bean. Then it got its name, brand change over to Mixer because they wanted to have a good, you know, streaming platform for Microsoft through Xbox. So now here mm. in Tell, do you, I think Microsoft can make, afford to, keep paying these streamers to try to get concurrent viewers to try to get all these subscriptions but is it going to be financially viable for these people to to sit there and be able to pay that much freaking money to all these streamers to hopefully have most of their platform i mean they would have to shell out you know probably a hundred million dollars to be able to get all the the people on there you know it's yeah. like this is another thing right is like if those streamers gave a damn about Mixer as a platform, right? Like Ninja, Ninja namely, because he was the first one, right? Shroud and King of Thion are just now being bought by Mixer, right? And that's because they but do Ninja, also are owned by the same manager. Just wanted to note that. They all have the same no, management they team what? loaded. They all have the same Ooh, management Shroud, team Shroud called Loaded. 
Yeah, and and uh, and um, Ninja. They're all Ninja. so I know you don't. Pro- I, most people don't know this, but a lot of these big time streamers, they all have a management team. After they get so big, they end up having a management team, and they're uh, they're uh, signed to a company called Loaded, and that's why I think Loaded is probably working with Microsoft to start bringing over their streamers and then contracts and stuff. But I digress. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. But, like, if these streamers really cared about Mixer as a platform, right, which it's kind of clear that they don't. They're just there because they got paid to be there, right? <clears throat> they would post people on Mixer every they time do. they got offline. They, they would do. just get offline and then but they just, do. like, leave but it. Nin- 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 nah, they do, because that's a part of their contract. That is a part of their contract, too. Shroud, I'm not sure. This is my first time watching. I subbed to Shroud yesterday. I did my little free sub. And um, today this is my first time watching Shroud like completely. Yeah, I've, I've seen Shroud host people back back on on Twitch, but um, yeah, so Ninja they does, do. He always hosts. Somebody. They do host, so they do have auto hosting on. So they do host a lot of the. I mean, of course, everyone on on stream is small. I mean, literally the most viewers you'll ever see, besides Ninja, was the highest you would ever see was like. 3,000 or maybe 5,000 if it was like a new expansion of a game or something that dropped. So when the highest person could get 25,000, the highest person on Mixer was getting maybe 5,000. So luckily, he is hosting. He does host the smaller streamers. But, I mean, I can't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's a part of the contract. Because, of course, they want to bring viewership to keep them up there. So it's like, you better host. So luckily, they are good for that. Mm But I still believe you're right about the concept of them not necessarily giving a damn about that platform. I think they just accepted a check. It's like all those people who got yeah. paid to go on Facebook Gaming. You know how many great streamers went to Facebook Gaming, but then they had to quit their whole career on Twitch because Facebook Gaming failed for them anyways. Mm-hmm. Like all of TK and Team Caliber, the, the, those just the only people that I watched on Facebook Gaming. But then I just stopped watching mm-hmm. them because they stopped streaming. Like there are a lot of YouTubers that make it work. Yeah. Like YouTubers when they stream, like like there are some YouTubers I subscribe to that um, stream them recording their gameplays mm-hmm. through Facebook. Okay, and it and it works. You think, and it's cool. Or at least it yeah, it works cool. for them. They 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 have a fairly solid viewership when they're doing that. Yeah. Um. But, like, you know, because they stream their recording sessions, it still just sounds like they're recording a YouTube video. Like, they don't talk with chat a whole lot. Like, sometimes you'll, they'll talk to chat, right? But other than that, it's really just them playing the game and talking about it. So it's like, if you want to come and see the next episode live before it airs, come to Facebook. You know, come to Facebook. We stream, you know, on these days at this time, right? Okay. And it's literally just like a way for people to see the vi- episodes early, right? And, um, you know, and then they have, like, Patreons on top of it. So it's, like, that's a whole other realm where, you know, they, they go through, like, three or four different avenues of income. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I think it's good. I think one thing I think it is good, but I'm afraid that it's just going to hurt, hurt it because, like, I did see that, that huge fall from Facebook gaming. That's what actually scares me. That's actually what gave me the proof of concept because – Zuck was like, yeah, let's go ahead and have all these games. We need to get our gaming up. 
So then they added a gaming section, a section, and then they were like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. we should start a, a streaming service because Zuck does everything that everybody does because he thinks he could do it better. He does not mm-hmm. really invent the couch. He rein he, he doesn't invent the chair. He reinvents. He reinvents it. the couch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he reinvents, reinvents the couch, and it's like mm-hmm. that's what he does. And I'm afraid that that's what that's what happened." That's what ha- what happened with Facebook Gaming is he actually failed at trying to do it. But yes, you're right. It still mm-hmm. is one of the highest streaming services. But then again, it's like, I mean, the only reason why it's even on the list is because of how big the company is. You mm-hmm. know, if, if, if it was a, just a random streaming, you would be like, oh, Mixer? Like, if you, you wouldn't know what Mixer was if it wasn't for it being on your Xbox. Uh, yeah, but like, but like at the same time, I, I I don't watch live streams really at all. Yeah. So at the same time, I wouldn't know what Twitch was if I didn't get into Call of Duty esports. True. true. Right. Yeah. So there's always something that brings you to the platform. Me, I still don't use Twitch at all. Yeah, me me um League of Legends brought me to Twitch and all my all my YouTubers brought brought me to Twitch when I was when I was younger. Like I've known about Twitch when it was Justin TV. Like before it got changed its name and everything, like when it was Justin TV, I was watching it because that's what my YouTuber early YouTubers used to do. Like Boogie2988, he used to stream on Justin TV then switched over to when it switched over to Twitch, he was still on it. So I just ended up watching it because I liked watching live streams of my YouTube. So, I mean, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. We'll get brought to the platform somehow. I don't see, I mean, here's my theory. I don't see Twitch dying off because Jeff Bezos will dump billions before he ever lets one of his products die because, you know, Amazon just doesn't do that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, I think Microsoft is probably going to do the same thing for Mixer. I think they're just going to dump money into it until it works, or at yeah. least until it starts paying for itself. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think uh, what's going to happen is is a lot, if they pay so much money to get these streamers over here, they're going to kind of be forced to, to stray, because just like Jabori, or forced to stay, because just like Jabori said, this it's the most interactive streaming site. So I think with it being yeah. one of the most interactive streaming sites, I mean, I've used it. I've gotten to use it. You get to put in Sparks. They have their pay scale, which is called Embers. And you, you know, just like how you do on Twitch, you emojis and stuff like that. And it, it's cool. I mean, it, it's cool. You really get to yeah, try and you see like the little, You see, like, the little graphics in the chat, like, when you use your yeah. Sparks and Embers. Like, that's mm. cool. Like, people and like you, that shit. And then they you like get to loot. See them get, they like to see get noticed. Yeah, and it's okay that I get loot whenever I watch, you know, I watch the League of Legends, or not League of Legends, I watch the the Smite stream, and then I get free skins and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, same with me, I, when I was doing the, the Forza streams, yeah. I was doing the Forza stream, I was getting, like, free uh stuff with Forza, like, that's cool. Yeah. You're, you're helping me, yeah. thanks. <laughs> Twitch, yeah. I mean, yeah, Twitch Prime is okay. Yeah, it's alright. I get the skins here and there. I may get some stuff for 2K, but I, I mean, it doesn't benefit me in the end of the day. Uh, just still Mixer. Mixer is going to get there. It's just going to take some time. And I feel Stroud, mm-hmm. with King of Thalion and Ninja going over there mm-hmm. is 
I think that's just the start. Like next, I feel like it's gonna be like Doctor Lupo. He's gonna go over there, and I don't know. Not maybe to disrespect like they're gonna stop. Or, he already said oh, yeah. no. Oh, Doctor. Okay, yeah. so maybe Doctor Lupo might be next for Fortnite, or you know, maybe someone from like the league community, like uh, like Faker. I mean, you know, you never. Yeah, they're know grabbing who, somebody who from every from every genre. Yeah. You know, they grab somebody for BRs, Ninja. They grab somebody for FPS's Shroud. They grab somebody for shooter looters, Cathalion. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I next is MOBAs. Next is RPGs. They're going to pull somebody yeah. for everything. They're going to get somebody. And that's They're actually pretty smart. That is pretty time. smart. That's a smart strategy because you need somebody strong in each one of your categories to bring viewerships in your categories. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's just... My time being on Mixer, when Ninja's not on there, most people I see in a game is 7,000 in one game. Like right now, you can go on Call of Duty, and you might see a lot of people, but I bet you if Shroud is gone, there's probably, what, maybe maybe 10,000 viewers viewing Call of Duty on Mixer? Please, you probably go, you can go on uh, Twitch right now. On Mixer right now? You in Call yeah. of Duty? Yeah, let's let, uh, let's see. Tell me, tell me how many people are viewing. Uh, yeah, I'm, Call of Duty. I, I'm actually watching Stroud while we're. Uh, oh, see, talking. he's on. How many viewers does he have right now? <laughs> I told you, I got support, my man. Stroud got twenty thousand viewers. See, now take them twenty thousand viewers. How many people are watching Call of Duty? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Go to games. Twenty-eight thousand three hundred sixteen. <laughs> Shout out majority of see, the viewers. Yeah, see what I he mean? He more than the majority. If he yeah. stopped, if he, if he, if he stopped Wait, streaming right now, stream off right minute, now. how many on, people are gonna on. watch? Probably be left with like ten. Probably be left with like ten thousand. Shroud has twenty k. Everyone else yeah. has three hundred forty-one and lower. Oh, see yeah. what I mean? Monster. That should Monster. go. That should tell you right there. If the highest one, if he left right now, he would be able to host someone. But once he hosts them, you can still leave. You're like, ah, you're not Shroud. Thank you for hosting, but you're not Shroud. I got to go. That's what happens when yeah. you host. So, I mean, mm -hmm. that, that platform, I just, I, I, it scares me, bro. It's like, it's cool because it is for small streamers. It does, it does let you interact very well, but I just don't know if I... I don't know if I see that that future, you know. But yeah, so let's get on to. See, but like that's the thing about. Go ahead. So Shroud does he does uh he 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 does stream with everyone. He does stream pretty much with with like you know friends. He'll stream with. Other people, he'll stream with yeah. other streamers. So, he, yeah, he does do that. Mix. Yeah, so that's, that's what I was going to ask, right? Is, like, if he just plays with his viewership or if he plays with other streamers, right? Yeah. So, like, okay, streamers. he plays with other streamers, right? So, let's say that while Shroud's playing, he has 20K plus. You know, the other streamer he's playing with maybe has 1 or 2K, maybe, depending on how popular said streamer is, right? Um if he hosts the other person that he was playing with as opposed to just some random person, right, that person that he was playing with will maintain a larger following than said random person, right? So it's like what Mixer's going to have to start trying to do, which is basically it has to do with the whole saturation thing again. 
Mixer is going to have to start pulling slightly smaller streamers because they because they are associated with the big streamers that they pulled from Twitch. Mm. Right? Yeah. Because let's say that Shroud does play with somebody who is playing on Twitch, right? Or the streaming on Twitch. So let's say he's playing with a fellow streamer, but said streamer is streaming on Twitch. He's on Mixer, right? He can't host that person. He's going to host somebody else, and then all those viewers are going to leave, hop on Twitch, and watch Shroud's friend. True. Yeah, you're right. Or they're just going to stop watching entirely, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's like they need to pull over people that associate themselves with the larger streamers and that the larger streamers associate themselves with as well. And then that'll slowly create that spiderweb effect because then them, because they're not as big as Shroud, they'll associate themselves with smaller streamers and then, you know, then they'll get those smaller streamers some recognition and some actual, like, on-camera time in front of a large audience. Whether or not they're watching their stream in particular, they're still going to be in front of a large audience because they know how popular said person they're playing with is, right? So then they're going to, like, basically, quote-unquote, act a certain way, right? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. of course, everyone's going to act themselves, but everyone, you know, not everyone, 90% of people, right? Mm -hmm. they yeah. they put on a little show for a bigger audience because they want to be entertaining yeah right they want their viewership yeah. to go up right i feel so like that's ninja like... with that when ninja used to do that dance i don't even think he does that dance anymore exactly he's like nope fuck it my viewership's too big i'm not growing <laughs> anymore i don't have to dance <laughs> you know yeah it's like everyone else though while they're still growing they're like i want to be funny i want to be entertaining i want to give this guy's viewers a reason to watch me Yep. as well yeah right they're gonna try hard and for sure you know they need to work they need to do that so that smaller streamers can actually make their way up the ladder it's like of course smaller streamers are gonna have to you know become friends with bigger streamers and stuff like that whether or not it's just because they want to be friends or because they want to better their career either way you know but just pulling over the big streamers and then leaving nothing but randos for them to host of course majority of your viewer base is going to drop off as soon as they hop off but don't you think that a lot of the yeah. smaller view, the smaller streamers are going to hop over anyways? Because a lot of people have. I've seen a lot of small streamers that only get, you know, like Robin May. She used to get, she has an average about of 6,000 subs each month, which is very, very respectable. And she gets, a, she streams to an average of 350, 400 concurrent viewers. So that's a small streamer mm. that still is still making money a, a good amount of money on on Twitch, but mm -hmm. since now that she switched over to, you know, she switched over to Mixer. I mean, I think that's gonna start coming. The more big streamers start moving, the smaller streamers are gonna come sooner or later. But I think that's something we'll see. We'll just have to see with time. I don't want these companies to die. I just hope that they. I just hope that they can get the viewership because we don't want a powerhouse like Twitch just to be able to be the only one because then you control the you control everything. And you know, we don't want yeah. we don't want that. But see like what's nice, right, is that if Mixer does become even half as big as Twitch, right, then we'll give Twitch a reason to almost like revamp their platform to compete with Mixer. Right? Yeah, true. And true. you know, that, that competition thing you know, a lot of the times when businesses compete with each other, it's better for the viewer or the consumer. Yeah. Right? Like nine exactly. times out of ten because, you know, one business wants better business than the, than, than the competitor. And it, be and it does and benefit both businesses, And they're going to give the consumer too. a reason to want to. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know. So, 
it, yeah. it, Apple versus, you know, it's like an Apple versus Android thing. The competition feeds into both. So mm-hmm. let's get into uh, another couple other games that have, uh, that we were talking about earlier. So I think you were, you've been playing Out- Outer Worlds, right? Um, yeah. Well, very recently. So how has Outer Worlds treated you? Since that release, um, since you've played it anyway, so. it's good. Like me, I'm not typically a fan. Uh, are I'm not really a fan of Fallout games, right? Like I always, I would, I would always give them a try because I really like Bethesda games. But for some reason, the way I felt that Bethesda did sci-fi just didn't really. Never found it fun. Right, it felt too much like a survival game as opposed to a sci-fi game. Where with the Outer Worlds, it's like the exact opposite. Like, there's not a lot of survival aspects to it anymore. It's really just sci-fi. Oh, yeah. this game that's Outer yeah. Worlds. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm so gonna get this game. Is it fun? It's it's yeah. It's Fallout New Vegas in space. That's the best way to explain mm-hmm. it. And like, but they took the like the survival aspects out right like okay so i haven't played the game a whole lot but so far i haven't run into a radiation field so that's nice you know (laughs) i haven't had the necessity for a rad suit i haven't found power armor and needed to save up my power cells and then like come you know find ways to you know like stupid stuff like that you know other people might like it whatever people like that kind of realism in games i like my game to stay a video game it's just me personally. I don't like having to work in my games. If I wanted to work, I'd just work in real life. Um, but Which is true. This game... Yeah, like, this game doesn't really have that so far. Like, of course your weapons have durability and stuff like that, but it's as simple as returning to a workbench and repairing it, and then you're good. And you can, you can modify them and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, the best way to explain it would be, like, Fallout. New Vegas in space. If you really liked how Fallout New Vegas felt, it's the exact same development team. You're in space. The world is far more vibrant than a wasteland. Right now, I'm, I'm only on the first planet right now. The game is far more colorful than Fallout was. You know? Like, that's another so, big thing for me. So dull. Yeah, like, like that's another big thing for me. Is like Fallout's world was just this dull, just depressing had a sepia filter on everything just like place like you got in you're like wow look at this shithole of a world <laughs> <laughs> where with the outer worlds you know they're all like vibrant well i'm not going to speak on all the planets so far the first planet has been this vibrant colorful world right and the, the monsters are colorful it's like it's fun to play because it's pleasing to the eye. It's got great graphics. The gameplay is fun, you know. So stuff like that. That's pretty much like how I feel about the Outer Worlds right now. I've probably played okay. it for maybe three and a half hours. Yeah, and it it is a uh, free to play if you got the Game Pass, right? If you have the Game Pass, yeah. For Xbox, it is free oh, on really? the Game Pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can download it right I'm, now. I'm, I'm gonna download it. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna buy this game, but I didn't know it was free to play. Yeah. You know, if, if it's on, if you got the Game Pass, it's free. Um, you know, on a side note, Game Pass, me personally, I think is the best thing that's ever happened to RPGs. 
right? Because it's like it gives you a reason to want to try new RPGs without spending 60, 70 bucks. I think it just gives you a reason to try new games. Just as a whole. But at the same time, you know, it's like cuz I never when played it comes to the game that pass, much RPGs, but since mm-hmm. when I have the game pass, I'm like, "Oh, I think I'm going to play this." I'm going to try it. Yeah. You know. Mhm. Yeah. Like, the only reason why I say RPGs in general, right, is because RPGs for me anyway, not like not for some people, they're games that you don't typically return to immediately, right? So, yeah. Like as opposed to a multiplayer game of any variation, like a multiplayer game, it almost feels better when you pay sixty dollars for that because you're like, I'm returning to this every day, you know? Yeah. This this feels like money well spent. Where it's like, sure, an RPG might having have an amazingly told story, and you're like, wow, that was an amazing experience. I really like that game. But at the same time, you're like, six months down the line, you're like, I haven't touched that game in like six months. Why did I spend sixty dollars on that? Especially yeah. when you look later in the store, and it's like, oh, it's for twenty bucks now. Yeah, oh, that's well, awesome. Well, one thing Where, then, like with the Game Pass, it's five bucks a month, and you can be like, okay, cool, I played that RPG. That was great. Yeah. One one cool thing about that I do know about Outer Worlds, it is it is gonna be one of those games that when you are finished, there's no going back. So sorry to hurt your feelings there, but there's so many different ways to go through the story that it makes you want to mm-hmm. go back. This is that's why this is. Oh one yeah, of no, those like this game will definitely have replayability for me. I can already tell yeah. just by how drastically different you can build your character. Hundred percent. And there's people that have already said that, you know, they've played through three different characters to get three different outcomes, you know? Mm-hmm. So that it's going to be one of those games where you'll get one outcome and you can either put the controller down or you can be like, what if I made this decision? Where would this get me? And yeah. then it'll get you a total different story. So that's pretty cool. And other things that have came out, obviously, Call of Duty. I mean... Well, me and Jabori have definitely played it, so... Yay, so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I refrain from purchasing it. You hear that tone of voice? Blood, That's I why I refrain from purchasing raised it. within the past four days. Okay, but you're the highest level out of all of our friends. All so. of my friends, I know. Because I'm, I'm sitting here playing my game like a little crackhead. <laughs> okay, so... Nah, not even gonna lie, um... It, it was a grind. Like, um, this year, I feel, uh, the ranking up, it didn't take too long. Well, I can't say it didn't take too long because I was raiding Walmart for, like, double XP. So I can't mm. say it didn't take too long. But, um, I noticed, like, my friends that don't have the double XP and that are also staying up with me during the night to play the game until, like, you know, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, they're not the same level as me. So no. the level in, in this Call of Duty is t- is way different. Yeah. You no, know, it's not something that you could just. Hey, I'm about to just zoom through this. No, double XP. If you want to hit that, you know, if you want to hit the the top rank, which was you know the top rank is 155, but every my goal was 56 because um, Modern Warfare said partnership that they was releasing a yeah. Mm-hmm. They had a partnership with Adidas, and um, it was it was a basically to get a chance to win um one to three hundred pairs of um these shoes for Adidas. So you know that was my goal. Okay. My goal was to hit fifty six as soon as possible. 
Yeah. You know, I did it in two days. Two days of the game release, I did it in two days. It's all right. It's so with all that time played, I mean, personally, I mean, I've played as much as I can. I like. I could say this: the mechanics is the is what I actually have a somewhat. And not, when I say movement mechanics, not just mechanics as well, just movement, player movement. I'm not a big fan of, but I do. You're not a big fan of the player movement? Really? I'm not a big fan of the player movement. So when I'm aiming down sight, why can I not? When I'm ADS, I can't move left or right. Every other Call of Duty, okay. except Black Ops 4, I'm able to move left and right. I'm not locked in place. So um, I'm not a fan of that. I usually am able to scooch, scooch on over, you know. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, I'm just not. I'm just not into that. But that's only when I'm like. That's only when I'm crouched or laying down. Obviously, for standing up, you can still strafe. But you know, it's it's okay. A couple other things. I mean, it could be better. Yes. As far as like the maps could be smaller, but. I'm actually okay with it because they do have to support the big 10, 10v10 modes and, you know, all that. I'm okay with it. The shooting, realistic. The, it, I think it's just, I think to me this just feels like a good Call of Duty that now just has to focus on polishing. That's what it has to do. Yeah. At least that's what I feel. I mean, you've played played it more than me, so what do you think? Um, you know, it's most definitely a, a different Call of Duty from what I'm used to. You know, I'm used to the whole, I'm, well, for every Call of Duty, I, I always have, you know, two different play styles, depending on, like, what I was aiming for in the game, whether it was kill streaks or just kills personally. Um, I do have that, oh, let me sit back and, you know, camp in my streaks mentality. And once I get my streaks, I run around like a headless chicken. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they took that, you know, they took my headless chicken aspect away from me. It's like, I feel like when it comes to me respawning in a game, I feel like I have to run about a good five miles just to get to the flag. <laughs> and that just, it, it makes me angry because it's like by the time I get to the flag, someone's already like posted up. Someone's in the window, you know. Or, you know, someone's in a window and they have, like, a direct line of view of me. Or, or you know, what I was experiencing, like, the first night that the game was out. I would spawn, and the enemy would be spawning right with me. Like, why am I spawning next to you? Yeah, luckily it was they, weird. they fixed that, luckily. Because that well, was good. happening. Well, so, so, I mean, as you can tell, it hasn't been happening over the past since they did that um, hotfix the yeah. other day. But or the big download, but I played mm. it when it, I played it on New Zealand's time, so I had it basically a day ahead of everyone, and mm -hmm. it was good. I mean, it was solid. Um, I think one of the issues I have had with it was the spawning, and I think it felt better with the smaller. With I think it felt better with the smaller team. But one of our friends did mention how the kills, the kill rate, 
ratio isn't that high, but I think that can't be true because every time I watch another person play Call of Duty, every time I watch a time I watch a streamer, they're playing a twenty v twenty domination, and they're in pubs. They're getting you know forty plus kills. So, I mean, then again, those are you know professionals, so the game's a little bit different for for them. They're on a different higher level. But I I think I think Call of Duty just has to I think Call of Duty just has to focus on polishing the game right now. I think it's cool that they have the battle pass progression system for this season seasons. So I think that's going to be pretty cool. I think when they now they just need to polish their game out, maybe fix if they add more maps. They can't obviously fix mm-hmm. the maps that are here. But I think if they add more maps and play those into higher rotations and leave the bigger maps, because there is a couple small maps like Gunrunner, that's a small map. Which um, one is Gunrunner? Like Gunrunner is the the Gunrunner is the the all the the railroad the rail yard with the oh, fire okay. pit yeah, the I mining. Know. I like that, that map one a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with the mining cars. Okay. Yeah, that one's that it's one's my favorite smaller. map so far in that game. The one, another small map would be, um, and I just played it in the campaign. I figured out why it's the way it is. Uh, London map where where the buses <sighs> and everything is out. I oh, actually I love that map so much. And that's one of my worst <laughs> ones. I, I do not like that map. <laughs> I I love that map. It's but I love it. You wanna know why I love it? I love it because it it makes me when I play it, I think about old Call of Duty. I think about this one giant map but it's only like two maybe four buildings you can run in yeah and then along with that you got everything in the middle the whole fight everything is, in the is just in the middle every gas is in the middle so we're going to meet up you can't hide anywhere i'm going to find you regardless and we're yeah. going to see a gunfight so yeah. I, that's why i love it yeah. that map is really small it's literally, literally that map is a giant circle but with four different ways. With four outlooks. That's literally what it is. Four outlooks yeah, four outlooks. and then just a that's, big that's, entrance. Yeah. That's all that map is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I could agree. I think that's why I love that map. Yeah. Um, Another map I do like on the game, Um, I don't know the name. The one with the two houses and bees in the middle near the tank, that one. I feel oh, that yeah. one's easy because, you know, th- I feel, I mean, I already know now, if you get a spawn, you lose. Yeah, I already know it because it's just because I feel they're closer to the B flag. And, you know, if you're a domination player, you know, B flag is always goal. If you don't get B mm-hmm. flag, you lose instantly, without a doubt. Well, so, you know, this Call of Duty, even though it's not the whole three lanes, I'm, I'm, I'm adjusting to it. So hopefully, like, when I hit 155 for this season, because I'm going to hit 155. Yeah, it's been easy to rank up. It takes me literally like a game and a half to rank it up. It hasn't been hard. There's nothing crazy. Um, I feel when this season is over for Call of Duty. Um, hopefully next season, you know, I see something different. Yeah. One I thing guess. I can say, we'll like on the side, those the challenges, the challenges are kind of crazy. Yeah, the, started any of the challenges are pretty crazy. I mean, they're not like outrageous, but when we say, I guess when we say crazy, we're like, it's cool that they have them, that they give you a system to actually follow. Yeah. To try to keep getting it. Like you have, like you start out with like maybe 35, 40 missions, 
and each of those missions have sub-missions in within it. So you got to hit all those tasks to complete that mission, which is pretty cool. So you may have to win two public games. You may have to win a gunfight game, the 2v2 mode. And so it's pretty cool. I mean, so there's a lot there's a lot to do instead of just go into, go into the game and play it. There's just a, a lot of tasks to do, which I don't think any Call of Duty has ever done. Am I right? Where you just had a lot of things to do besides get your gun camo? Because, I mean... Kyle, you were the uh, highest. World you were War the gun II. camo runner, right? Yeah. yeah, World War Two had a lot of stuff to do. Oh, okay. I guess because nobody played that. They had little quests like that. Yeah. So, but you know, it's pretty cool. I mean, you're not getting it this year, right? Well, six months if we're still playing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sucks. Sounds about right. Yeah. Still not 100% sure if I'd even get it then, honestly. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, as long as they start polishing the game up, I mean, it's it's a AAA title, so I mean, more than likely they won't give they won't give the community whatever they want. So, we'll see what happens. Mhm. Mm but uh, um, I feel it, you know, it has potential. It, it's yeah. it's going to get there. Yeah. Um I think do they have zombies? Or is that only on P4 right now? I don't know. It's just like how they're... It's, I know that they have the... Uh, no, I don't think so. Not yet. Anyway. Not yet. Give me zombies. Because remember, they have the <laughs> they have the whole... Not black. What is Spec what Ops? Is Isn't that zombies? No, Spec Ops is... No, like that was something from MW3. That's like a survival mode. Yeah. The survival mode, right? But, but it's co-op. I thought they filled mm -hmm. it, it with zombies. Uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe... Nope. I don't Soldiers so. with guns. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. They got oh. they got a, they got a whole year just released, so we'll we'll they'll figure it out and see. But there'll be definitely other games to to play till then. So we'll see how they do. It's, it. it's yeah, of course it's gonna get there. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I think we will call the episode right there. Um. Good. I think we will. Uh, yeah, we'll call the episode right there. Pretty much run through everything mm -hmm. that we have. Um. Oh, one more topic. What? Before we forget, we need to get ready for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, I <laughs> That's know. That's a big must. I, I know. I can't wait. I know. We talked about it last episode. So as soon as we get, oh, as soon as we get a chance, as soon as we get more, more closer to it, I can't I'm wait to talk it. about it. Yeah. I mean, we we got a lot of I info know. on it, but it's gonna be good when when we get into that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll make sure to bring you back when we have our shortest sword and shield episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure that make sure that. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, it was great having you, Jabori. It was great having thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It was it was really fun. Um, we actually went, we almost beat how long we went on our last episode. I think we did, actually, because our last episode still ended up being about an hour ten. So, yeah. Ooh, we're getting yeah. longer and longer. But, yeah, thank you guys We had some good in. casual conversation. Those we arguments. did. Yeah, we, d we did. We <laughs> did. But, hey, there it arguments. is. Arguments. Yeah, y'all probably had new. Nah, it was, me, it was me and Kyle going no, at it. No, it was me and Trav <laughs> arguing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I wouldn't Travis have really any gonna be on some controversial topics. 
Yeah. Right, let's just blame New. I'm just blame New because New not here. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. We'll blame it on him. He started. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Almost Intelligent Gamers. Please remember to follow us on Twitter at Almost I Gamers. Again, that's Almost I Gamers. Please share our podcast from wherever available you're listening to, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, whatever platform podcasts are available. Uh, once again, I'm Travis. I'm Kyle. And I'm New. We hope you tune into the next one.